This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a registered social worker and psychotherapist. Please note that this episode is not the act of psychotherapy. Today, I wanted to talk about comparing yourself to others as a caregiver. And this can be comparing yourself to other caregivers who are going through something similar or other caregivers who maybe you can't relate to and also comparing yourself to people who are not caregivers. So this is extremely common. It's something that most of my clients go through, whether they're doing it subconsciously or aware of it actively. And it's something that I experienced a lot and still experience, maybe not in the realm of caregiving, but it can be so easy in a time of social media and glorifying how everything looks on our Instagram pages or Facebook pages or whatever to compare ourselves to other people's lives. And I'm going to start with comparing yourself to other caregivers. And this came up recently with one of my clients because we were doing some work on something that had to do with their specific life and they were going through specific things and they felt that they were not in the same situation as somebody who they knew in terms of their healing process. They felt like the person that they knew was healing a lot faster and that they were able to take concepts from their therapists and their clinicians and apply it in a better way. And they felt like they were a failure But not only did they feel like a failure, they felt like their life was never going to be what they had hoped it would be and what it was looking for or looking like for the other person that they knew. So we had to work through this and really identify that each caregiver is going through their own process and their own journey. And even though you may know somebody who is going through something very similar, they maybe are caring for their mother and they are an only child and they're struggling, it still doesn't make you two the same. And the reasons for that is A, two different people are going to have an entirely different threshold of what they can go through and manage and be able to take in on a daily basis. And that's just based off of who you are, your temperament, but also how you were raised as a child and the trauma and emotional burden you carry with you. But also it has to do with the daily struggles that you're you're encountering, it's impossible to compare yourself to someone else. It just, you can't do it. You don't know what somebody else is going through. You don't know exactly what their life looks like. Even when they're telling you, it can look exactly the same, but unless you're living the exact same parallel life, it, they're going to be very different. And if you're someone who experienced trauma as a child, or maybe you've experienced a negative relationship with a parent, or you've had experiences with abuse, 
All of these things can lead to you having a lower threshold for stress and also having the possibility of emotions being pushed down because you were not taught how to manage them or your attachment was not one of a positive nature. And so you might struggle a little bit more with going through situations. And again, it's impossible to compare, but we're all different in our threshold and it can be normal to look at your life and think, why did I have to go through this? It's so unfair. And you're right. It is really unfair. It is not your fault. If you went through trauma, it's not your fault. If you went through abuse and those are not circumstances that were within your control, what you can control is acceptance of your life, acceptance of how things are, and acceptance that you're going through your own process and your own situation. You don't know what somebody else's exact days look like. You don't know if they had an alternative support person growing up that maybe they don't even remember. It could even have been a gym teacher after school that they can't identify that was there between the ages of zero to 10, for example, you just don't know. So all you can do is accept that this is how it is. And I can guarantee you that there are ways in which you handle things better than they do in their life. And there's things that you do that they wish that they did. And, you know, if you play this comparison game, it can go on forever and ever, and it will never end for either of you. So ultimately all you can do is accept and know that you're in your own place Is it frustrating when you see other people going through, for example, a group program that you're going through and they seem to be getting it, quote unquote, and you just seem to be struggling? Yeah, it's very frustrating. That's not fair. And, you know, you wish that you were there too, and you wish that you could get there too. And it doesn't mean you can't, but it might take a little bit longer, or you might have to go in a different direction. Maybe you need more private supports or more tailored supports. Not everybody reacts to certain help in the same way. And, you know, you might react better to one method of and style of learning. Someone else might react better to something else. And that's just, that's the beauty of being an independent, unique person. Your stressors also whether you like it or not, make you who you are as a person, make you able to take on things that other people can't. And they really do provide you with depth as a person because you've had these experiences, you've been through it. I know that a lot of people hate this, that you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But I used to tell myself that a lot because I often felt that I was going through deeper and more difficult things than a lot of people that I knew at an age that other people did not understand. And at the end of the day, it has made me into a stronger person. When I was a young girl, people used to tell me they felt like they were talking to someone in their forties. And that's just by virtue of what I've gone through in my life. And so It does make you who you are. It does help you excel in certain things and it does give you gifts that other people don't have. And if it does help to write out ways in which your trauma or other negative situations in your life have actually made you better able to handle certain things, then do that. If it helps to look at the negative situations in your life and see how that impacts other things in your life for the better, 
then do that because we can't always look at everything in our life and think badly of ourselves or the situation when it's been completely out of our control. We have to see the positives that come from that and we have to move forward. And the truth is, whether you'd like it or not, that was your life. This is how your life is now. And this is how you're going to proceed. And so you can't force anything and just feeling negatively about what has happened to you isn't going to fix or help anything. So that's what I would say if you're comparing yourself to other caregivers. And again, you don't know the whole picture. You don't know what they're struggling with for real. And they might not even be aware of it, but I can guarantee there are things that you're not dealing with that they are. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was comparing yourself to people who are not caregivers. This is so difficult because especially with the holidays around the corner, you may be looking at other people thinking, oh my gosh, their life is all put together. They have this whole family or, you know, so many people around them and so much love and so much support. And really to that, I say again, I can guarantee you they're going through things that you don't know, but this is your life. It's so unfair. I find it really helpful at this time to disconnect from social media, to not pay attention to people who are posting all these pictures that are triggering for you, and to just focus on your life and what is good. In this scenario, I think a gratitude journal can be insanely helpful if you can get up in the morning and write down three things that you're grateful for. And then before you go to bed, you can write down three things that you were so thankful for during the day. It helps you focus on the positive aspects of your life and takes away from the negative comparison to other people. Because again, we can compare ourselves until we're blue in the face. It will never end. You can compare yourself to the person down the street, the person at the bus stop, the person that you know from work, the per, you know, it, it, it never ends. And they're probably comparing themselves to you and thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I had what they had in this respect. I wish they, that I had the job they had. I wish that I had the house they had. I wish that I had whatever. So it, it just, it doesn't serve us because there's really no reason to do this. There's no outcome. It's just making us feel negatively at the end of the day. So how can we become more grateful about our lives? How can we live more in the present and be more okay with how things are and just accept that this is our reality right now. And even though this is our reality today, it doesn't mean it's going to be our reality tomorrow. And it doesn't mean it's going to be our reality in the future. And knowing that there's somebody on the other end of the street or the other city or the other country who's comparing themselves to you. And we're all fortunate for certain things and we all struggle with other things and nothing's ideal, but yes, it is a product of our current society. And it's so easy to see what ideal might look like and think that other people have it so much better than we do. Focus on what makes you an incredible person. Focus on how the challenges in your life have turned you into a better person. Has it brought you new passions that you're aware of or new ways to connect to other people that you didn't think would be possible or connect you to friends that you wouldn't have met otherwise? 
because I bet a lot has come out of these negative experiences. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you are really struggling and with your loved one all the time, you're getting some incredible quality time that other people are not getting. And I have heard, you know, this, this kind of sounds weird sometimes, but some people will say to clients or other caregivers, I'm so jealous that you get to spend this time with your loved one and that you have an excuse to do so because I can't, I'm too busy with other things. I have no reason to, and it's a weird backwards way of thinking about things, but as caregivers, we do spend a significant amount of time supporting our loved ones and being with our loved ones and getting to know our loved ones that sometimes other people are frankly envious of. It's this whole comparison thing. It just, none of it makes sense. It's, it's comical sometimes, but anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm positive. You're not the only one going through this. I know so many people who encounter this on a daily basis. And to you, I say, compare yourself only to yourself and go through life when you are in your own shoes and seeing it through your own lens, because that's all, you know, and that's really all that you can take with you. And you are an incredible person. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the strength and thank you for being here. And I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.